0: This is the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 44. Today, we hear about the Lithronax, we try to guess three mystery animal sounds, zoo and animal news, and a lot more. Hello and welcome, everybody, to another episode of Visit the Zoo. And I am your host, Frederick Fishman. I am the author of the 12 book, 120 animal Visit the Zoo series. Of books and it's on Kindle and also in print, audiobooks, DVD, and of course this podcast. We have three websites that you can refer to and get more information on. The first is our main podcast website, and that is at www.zooanimals and animals is plural zooanimals info. And we have a second website, my author website and that is at frederickfishman spelled f-i-c-h-m-a-n dot com and I just totally redid that website so you may want to check that out it's a lot easier and cleaner again that's frederickfishman f-i-c-h-m-a-n dot com and if you want to support and help everything that we do here at Visit the Zoo you can go to our Patreon site at p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com Forward slash, visit the zoo, and don't forget about our two new merchandise stores on Amazon and Zazzle, where we have our nameplate apparel, and that nameplate is Zooswear, Zoozwear, Z O O Z W E A R. And if you want a quick link to go to one of those two merchandise stores, you can just go to ZooAnimals.info. Up at the top right, you'll see tabs for Zoozwear on Amazon and zoosware on Zazzle and you just click on those and go right to the store okay let's get started (music) I want to read you this first news article kind of amazing and what's interesting about it is that not more than five minutes before I hit the record button on this podcast, there was an update to the story. So you're getting the latest here for sure. This is from KUSA, which is a television and radio station in Denver, Colorado. Fourteen people were injured by softball sized hail at the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. Over 3,500 people were left stranded at the zoo. After a barrage of hail damaged hundreds of vehicles and sent five people to nearby hospitals, five people had to be taken to those hospitals and nine others were treated and released, according to a spokesman for the Colorado Springs Fire Department. A duck and a vulture were killed at the zoo by the hailstorm. None of the 3,400 people who were at the zoo when the storm hit were allowed to drive their cars and were instead bused to nearby Cheyenne Mountain High School to a Red Cross evacuation center. According to a spokesman for the zoo, about 300 cars are not drivable due to the hail that fell some reaching up to four inches in diameter. Guests at the zoo mainly took shelter on their own in whatever was nearby, the spokesman said. While a pair of animals are confirmed dead, the zoo is still checking on other animals in its exhibits for potential injuries. Staff acted quickly to shelter and protect as many animals as they could. Several children who were attending the zoo camp weren't hurt, according to a tweet from the fire department. The children were taken to an evacuation center. A zoo spokesman said that the zoo sustained severe infrastructure damage due to the storm and will be closed. And at this point, it's not immediately clear if the zoo will be able to be reopened soon. Quite a few skylights and windows in many buildings were destroyed. Buses were taking people from the zoo to a high school. And as of 545, the day that this occurred, about three busloads of people remained at the zoo awaiting for evacuation. Now, this is an update from radio station or TV station KRDO and it just came in like I said only minutes before I started to record. Cheyenne Mountain Zoo has reopened its door following a massive hailstorm that shut them down for five days. Several undrivable cars filled the parking lot for most of the week, but that's not the case on Saturday. Most of those damaged cars are gone, which is good news for those who made a trip here today to celebrate the zoo's reopening. We've been planning to come for a couple weeks, especially after the hailstorm. We decided it was important to come visit the zoo and see what we could do ourselves, said Katrina McLean. And she's not the only one. There are lines of people trying to get a look at how the zoo has recovered. Our biggest concern is to support the zoo and the people here for all they do. And we're excited to see the rebuild. We're definitely here to see what they've done to improve and check all the animals and see how they're doing, said Tanner and Cliff. The zoo being closed has cost them almost a half million dollars. Very heartbreaking. A lot of damage. A lot of money. But people are hoping the videos of the hail have brought enough publicity to make up for the money that was lost. We've been waiting for it to reopen, and we've been here on vacation, said Brandon Dibbon from Kansas. For now, the crowd is enjoying seeing the animals back in their normal routine. So that is what's going on in Colorado Springs. Alright, well let's go to our mystery animal sounds and we've got three again today and I'll play them for you and we'll find out what these animal sounds were and are later on in the episode. Here's our first animal sound. For those of you who may be familiar with that animal, you probably guessed it pretty quickly. So that is our first animal sound. Okay, here is now the second animal sound. See if you can guess what it is. And finally, here is our third mystery animal sound for today. Did you get that? You know what? I'm going to play that a little again and kick up the volume. Here's our third mystery animal sound. Those are three mystery Animal Sounds for today. And I'll have the answers of what these animals are later on in this episode of Visit the Zoo. Animal description time. Let me play for you this pre-recorded segment that I just dropped in to the recorder a couple days ago. Very interesting animal. Lithronax. When I first heard the name of this animal, I thought I heard Zithromax. Zithromax is the name of a widely prescribed and used antibiotic that is effective for bronchitis and other respiratory infections. But this animal is called Lithronax. The Lithronax was a dinosaur that lived about 80 million years ago. It is the smaller and older version of the infamous Tyrannosaurus rex, the monster dino seen in the Jurassic World series of movies. Lithronex was a large-sized, ground-dwelling, bipedal carnivore that roamed the Earth long ago. It is estimated that it was about 27 feet in length and weighed about 5,500 pounds, and it surely had a tremendous bite ratio with its powerful jaws. It stood slightly taller than present day humans, but it would have made humans early and easy prey if we existed then, which we didn't. It had a large skull and razor sharp teeth. Its fossilized bones were discovered in southern Utah in the United States, in sediments that were dated at about eighty million years ago it had front-facing vision and its teeth were serrated that suggests that the lithronax didn't just slice off meat but inflicted and damaged and crushed bones the shape of the teeth suggests it would have been able to bite off large chunks of meat and bone and swallow the prize whole they probably existed near lakes floodplains and rivers and was probably the largest predator in its kingdom. During a wetter period of the American Southwest, it existed near present-day Bryce, Zion, and Grand Canyons. Approximately 5 million people visit Grand Canyon National Park each year. You could imagine that if Lithronax were alive today, it would have quite a smorgasbord to choose from any day along the north and south rim of the Grand Canyon. Bon appetit! Mr. Lithronax okay let's get back to our animal sounds now let me play the first animal sound and I'll tell you a little bit about this guy. is a grizzly bear. And grizzly bears is, is a really a misnomer for this creature. This is really a brown bear. They're also found besides North America. They're found in Asia and in Europe. And they roam North America from Alaska all the way down to Mexico. They're about three and a half feet high at the shoulder, about feet long, but they weigh 600 pounds for the males and 290 to 440 pounds for the female. They live about 20 to 25 years in the wild. On the Lewis and Clark expedition, Meriwether Lewis and William Clark described their first encounters with these bears as looking grizzly therefore the moniker stuck currently there are about 55,000 estimated grizzlies in the wild they are considered more aggressive than the black bears therefore they have a more fearsome reputation they have a deadly bite force and I read this I, I couldn't believe it but it's even speculated that their bite could crush a bowling ball a bowling ball Backpackers and hikers who walk around in their territory should be sure to hang food from trees at night at campsite. They should hike in numbers, and they should make noise. And if attacked, fight back for your life. Do not play dead. You might end up dead. All right, here is our second animal sound. Cockatoo is a parrot. It's one of 21 species of cockatoos. They're found mainly in Australia, Philippines, New Guinea, and Solomon Islands. They're noted for their snowy crest on top of their head and also their curved bills they are on average slightly larger than parrots and they can live between 30 and 70 years so if you get one as a pet it's quite a commitment they're active during the day and they their vocalizations as you heard are very loud and harsh they they eat seeds fruits flowers insects and they're monogamous and they live in tree hollows and they are the most kept bird in captivity and they're very big in the pet culture because they're easy to maintain the sulfur-crested, or white, cockatoo is probably the best well-known. They are entertaining, and they are extremely smart birds as well. All right, here is our third animal sound. That is the sound of an animal that does not exist anymore. That's the imagined sound of what the Tyrannosaurus rex dinosaur might have sounded like. They lived on the North American continent, what's now called the North American continent. Back then when they lived, they lived on an island-sized continent called Laramidia. Between 68 and 66 million years ago, that was the last fossil dating For those T-Rexes. Of course, they were wiped out along with all the other dinosaurs 65 million years ago when an asteroid the size of Mount Everest slammed in the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico, wiping out all of the dinosaurs. So far, there have been 50 specimens of T. rex's fossilized bones discovered. The earliest was in the 1870s when several fossilized remains were dug up in Colorado and Wyoming. It was estimated that they weighed between 10 and 15 tons. They were 40 feet long and they were 12 feet high at the hips. Their skulls alone, just the size of their skull, was 5 feet long. They had numbers of teeth, rows of teeth, and each one of those teeth were 12 inches long, a foot long for a tooth. They had great senses. They had great hearing, great smell, great sight, and it's estimated by scientists that their visual acuity was 13 times better than humans. I could do a whole program about the T-Rex, and one of these days, I just might do that. We're coming to the end of this episode, and I think this week I'm going to read a poem. Sometimes I will read a poem, sometimes quotes, sometimes animal jokes, but I found this poem, and I think I'll read this one. This is by Stanley Cooper, and it's called A New Animal Kingdom. In the kingdom of animal royalty, where cats and dogs would reign, there would be no sign of cruelty, nothing inhumane. To join, just sign the application with paw prints. You'll prevail complete with your obligation with the wagging of your tail. You'll never have to wear a leash as humans are not allowed. Come and go just as you please to it be the cat's meow. Coyotes and wolves and dogs and cats, all creatures of the night, like frogs and turtles and owls and bats, deserve their bill of rights. Humans are so certain that our planet their domain, but they also thought the world was flat. How foolishly inane. So join us with our freedom fight for animal liberation as we strive on earth to set things right against human Domination. This is another one of those episodes that has just flown by, and I want to thank you all very much for joining me for this episode number 44 for the Visit the Zoo podcast. Don't forget our three websites and access to get to our nameplate merchandise. You can do that by going to zooanimals, plural. That's zooanimals.com info and please check out my newly updated author website at frederickfishman f-i-c-h-m-a-n frederickfishman.com and if you want to help and support everything that we do here at visit the zoo you can go to our patreon site at p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash visit the zoo and as always it's important to us whether it be on itunes or one of the 12 plus or so and growing number of podcast distribution sites to please subscribe rate and review everything you've heard here again please subscribe rate and review once again thank you very much for joining me this has been fun we'll do it again next week bye for now